it's time for the Cooking with the Hazelnuts show. What are we going to be talking about this week? Itsy bitsy teeny weeny little stones. Huh? I think you read the script wrong. This show is just jam-packed full of information. A little bit of everything, huh? A little bit of everything. Pancakes, butter, popcorn, popcorn, popcorn seasoning, meatloaf, <laughs> Man. social networking. I mean, how can you get better than this? I'm cooking with the hazelnuts, right? <laughs> That's right. Coming up just for you right now. What is cooking? We are happy to hear from you. And we have a new phone number, 206-736-9301. Email hazelnuts at acbradio.org and find us on Twitter at ACB Hazelnuts. First of all, hi. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. We record this show, and if we, when we don't record this show... Um, I hope you're missing us as much as we're missing you because last week, and we're talking about, uh, well, this is March the... March 11th. March 11th. Last week, we did a replay, as you know, if you listen, but when we don't record a show, it's like, well, where did all our listeners go? I know. And, it's uh, really been so long. It's been too long. Yeah, and we really do enjoy recording yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Having said that, let's talk about something that I discovered about... A week ago, about two weeks ago, Debbie and I were talking about Miss Des and her love for theater popcorn. I did a search, and I found something called Flavacol, F-L-A-V-O-C-A-L. And I thought, this sounds, you know, something that I would stick in my car to make it go faster. <laughs> that or a medicine. You know, you need your dose of Flavacol. Have you had it today, Randy? Flavacol. Oh, I did. Actually, I did, yes. <laughs> And um, what it is, is a, it's a salt slash seasoning that one makes with their popcorn. In other words, you put it in your popcorn popper. Oh, you put it in the popper. Yes. Not after you popped it. Right. You got it. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, because if you don't, it's going to be too concentrated. (laughs) Okay. And so you put it in your popcorn popper. And then you put your corn and your oil in, and mm-hmm. you just let it, you know, crank up or crank it with a whirly pop or whatever you use. That's what you do. You put it in first. Okay. So you don't have to add anything when it comes out, then, right? That's cool, isn't it? Yeah. That's exactly right. And what it does is the heat of the popcorn actually makes this seasoning ingrained into the popcorn. It feels like theater popcorn. It tastes theatery. It it has no, you know, artificial um, chemical taste. Like some of those popcorn um, things taste like. And Jason and I, Jason from Main Menu that you can hear on Friday night. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> At 9 p.m. Eastern, yes. Thank you, yeah. On uh, <laughs> ACB Radio Mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those 1950 shows that you'd hear like Gunsmoke. They say, what are you doing? Oh, I'm smoking at Chesterfield, you know. <laughs> And I'm not promoting cigarettes on main menu, by the way. Um, but we were talking about it, and he says, well, what if it tastes like, you know, this artificial stuff? Then I, you know, and I started to worry about it because I hate that taste. And there was no mention of that taste when I was looking at it. And by the way, you can find it on Amazon. I highly recommend it. It's so good. Anyway. I got it. And so we're going to try and see. And, you know, speaking of... 
Jason ended up getting the stir crazy, like I I got one, but then he got one. And there are apparently, you probably already know this big R, but there are different models of this. Apparently there are, but I don't know why there are different I don't e- models. I don't either, but he has a switch on his and I don't. And I don't know. He says you can take the blades out. That I have not tried. Oh, Maybe yeah. I can. But I don't have any kind of a power switch. When you plug it in, that is it. And when you unplug it, that um, is it. Maybe they have a new model. Um, and I'm thinking it's kind of nice to have a switch on there. Because yes. You can either pull the cord out of the socket or out from the popcorn mm-hmm. popper. And I don't yep. think it's as safe as it could be. That switch, I think, is excellent. However, I think that's a good idea. However, 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 if you turn the switch off and forget to unplug it, you could have a disaster on your hands. So yeah. I don't know yeah. which I don't know which is worse. You gotta get in the habit if you have a popcorn popper that's electrically operated to really be mindful and to be unplug mindful. it. Unplug it, yeah. My thing is, gosh, it won't start until I walk around and make sure it's plugged in. And and I kind of wish it would, and then I could go flip the switch and unplug it. But right. you know. Well, now the flavor call has uh, a process. And I don't know what the process is called anymore, but it converts it into like a fine, almost a powder. It's so fine. It's, wow. it's popcorn salt. That's what it is. That's incredible. There's a little bit of yellowing in, in it so that you can see, if you can see. Um, you <laughs> that know, you make, made popcorn. Make, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make it look like theater popcorn. And uh, only one thing I'd like to add, the other seasoning in that is that when it's, you know how theater popcorn, you can feel it on the corners of your mouth after you're done, you know, that little, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, except you know you're eating theater popcorn. That's in Flavicol. It's so hmm. good. Okay. One other last thing that I want to say before we jump into something else is that I found a really great cheese for popcorn. And that is called Hoosier Cheese. Mm. You can also get that on Amazon. It comes in a one-pound jar, and it's very, very fine powder. And boy, is it good. Now, I've spoke about Cabot Cheese. Cabot Cheese is $35 for three cans that are the size of Parmesan cans that you you buy in the store for Mm -hmm. 35 bucks. And that was good. But this... Is a pound for ten. Wow! And I'm quoting the prices just because, you know, it just shows you don't have to pay an exorbitant amount for cheese. And I've told Jason, I'm telling the audience and you, obviously. But uh, it's <laughs> I tried it for the first time today. It turned out I would say uh, there's a stand in Minneapolis that I used to frequent <coughs> called Dave's Popcorn Stand, and that turned out every bit as good as fresh popcorn from that stand it was so good with the flavicol hmm. and the cheese i thought that was wow. the best popcorn bowl of popcorn i ever ate it really that was. is really good yeah so so what's this the, where do you get this now i got it on amazon okay and if you just if you don't remember the name of it if you search for popcorn cheese seasoning hmm. it'll pop okay up. oh wow so okay good. Oh, oh. Hmm. Now, I was thinking, what if you wanted to make chocolate popcorn? I don't know. I don't know how. I wonder if you mixed cocoa powder and sugar and then just sprinkled that on, if that would work. It might. One of my favorites is Screaming Yellow Zonkers, you know, that you can buy with almonds in it and, you know, that really good mix. That's popcorn? Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. Hmm. Uh, It comes in a, like a... A tub or a bag, and hmm. it's, it's really good. 
<laughs> I also ate the a dogs lot of like it. <laughs> well, I also ate a lot of it. I don't give it to the dogs because they have, you know, it's chocolate. But yeah, yeah, so I have to think of them and eat the rest of it myself. <laughs> <laughs> you poor thing. <laughs> but I've eaten so much of that too. I, I thought, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that much. But I don't know. That recipe sounds kind of interesting. I, I should look up chocolate popcorn recipe and see what comes Yeah, I was up. just curious. Well, speaking of popcorn, I made your recipe for the popcorn meatloaf. Did you know? I did. I say it and like it was I didn't fun. know. <laughs> yes, I know. Pretending you didn't know, didn't you? Because I'm telling you right away, you know, yeah. on this Roger app, you know, telling you right away, Randy, yeah. I, I made, made your meatloaf. So... It was fun to make it. I mean, because I've never ground up popcorn before. I did that with the uh, blend tech, and mm-hmm. that was real easy. And yeah. it and it kind of reminded me of sawdust. You know, oh, I mean, I it just, isn't it weird? It's so funny. It, it's let me tell you the problem with that though is if you're making the popcorn meatloaf, you really have to be careful after it's ground because it turns into this like it, it could fly away. It's so light. Yeah, and you know, it's like I didn't feel like taking a spoon to it or anything and tasting it. But I mean, of course, it would taste the same, but just a weird, it's just a different texture. And then, of course, I had to do something with all the rest of it. So I ate some and gave some to Dez's dad. <laughs> but it was really fun. I used uh, I I used two pounds of ground meat. I used the I like to use ground beef and ground pork when oh, I do a meatloaf. Yes. And if I can get ground veal too, but oh. I can't get that as easily. I used to get a meatloaf mix that had all three. Mm-hmm. But I did that and um, and everything else that was in your recipe. And I used the Rachel Ray meatloaf pan that I got and that yeah. was very easy. Yeah, and I just took, out? it worked out great. I took the inside part out uh, and the meatloaf fit in it perfectly. Yeah. Um, I poured what was in the bottom pan into another pan and made gravy. Isn't that cool? And that was really cool. And that was all very easy. Mm-hmm. I just want more flavor in it. Well, me, I, I agree. You know, you take your meatloaf and make it your own. This is what I'm telling yeah. you. Uh, what I tell all the audience. Um, tell the audience, holy. <laughs> 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 you you know, I add Worcestershire and I, f- yeah. I forgot. That you can do, and that. I do too. And I didn't because I wanted to make it just the way you gave it to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but Worcestershire and horseradish. Yes, yes. And yes, um, yes. I did add some bell pepper oh, when good. I was adding um, onion and celery. See, we like it but, the same way. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I still want more of something, and I'm not quite sure. I've I've added bacon to meatloaf before. Mm, I've done that, but I'm not sure what else. But I know I want it to have more flavor, and I made it with uh, mashed potatoes and uh, corn because those just seem like good good meatloaf companions. <laughs> they are, and you know what else is green beans. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. We had had green beans, I think, earlier in the day or something. But, oh, yeah, very, very good. It's fun. I'll make it again and just play with it. It's yeah. a neat recipe. It, I like it. It is. Just play with it. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with adding ingredients to recipes. Just because I give you a recipe because Debbie does doesn't mean that you can't add anything to it. Oh, yeah, make it your own. Yeah. Make it your own. But I, I, that's really a good one. That's a fun one. Because of a listener... Because of a listener, it was Debbie uh, Williamson, I believe is her name. Mm-hmm. Um, she went looking for an electric pancake maker, 
and she found one. Now, I really wonder if we could find it for any less, but I think she she really looked around. I did too. Really? Yeah. Because it was uh, $59 by the time I paid for all the shipping because it was 45 and man, did they jack that up. Oh, yeah. And, you know, no free shipping there. No no free lunch like going over to Amazon with your Prime. And, mm-hmm. and I also waited longer for it. Yes. But I do like it. It's Ginny's Pancake Maker, and it does two at a time. And I made them this morning. And, and they're a bigger pancake than mine, a little bit bigger. Yes, they are. It takes a third of a cup. They say a third of a cup of batter. So it's... I thought it might take even more, but they say they recommend, and they're and they're not deep cavities. Right. I would think they could be deeper, but they didn't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine are not deep either. So no, I know. <laughs> about as deep as this conversation is getting. About How deep pancakes. is the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> so were they delightful? Oh, oh yes, good. they are very good. I made them this morning. I also also gave you, and I don't know whether we'll use it now or later or next week, but um, a, a, a demo of making pesto. Yeah, let's save that pesto and yeah. get them really excited. And we'll, okay. do, we'll do the pancake thing. And You want to uh, see if they pesto us for it? <laughs> don't pesto oh. us for, for, for another main menu. So. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Elmer yeah. Fudd was going to well, show if we, up. It, we may or may not get to the pasta thing in this one, and the pesto might go really well with that so. oh let's see let's, let's do that we'll see yeah yeah well whatever you're hearing this is is, this is what, what you, you get, get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, i'm glad that you got the pancake maker i really me am too because they are so whether you are sighted low vision blind it doesn't really matter at all the the ease of making pancakes is so cool with an with an electric machine I meant to add blueberries, and next time I will, because this makes it so easy. You know, you just pour it in and then put the lid down, and voila. It's just really, really a nice way. I always found it harder to flip them once they had stuff like that in them, but not with this. You don't have to flip them. I've done this, and here's another thing that I've done, and I'm going to share it with you guys because I think I forgot before, but I've taken this wonderful, I've got a wonderful, and I will share this at some point with you guys, I just don't know where to lay my hands on it at the moment, but I will find it, banana bread recipe, Ooh. and it's mm. it's outrageously good, and I took mm-hmm. the batter and put it in the pancake maker, Oh, and I had banana bread cakes wow now and, that's smart well what i ended up doing was they smell so good coming out of there i sat one on my plate and i put a dollop of ice cream on that oh this was for breakfast you guys so <laughs> which is and i don't do this often but it just smells so good another thing you can do is make uh cornbread cakes and i told debbie this i was before. thinking of that yeah yep mm-hmm. and yeah uh, cornbread cakes are just oh they're just well and Jules, this was from Jules Mix, and I you I gave you one of those, but um, she said that there's somebody that makes cookies with her pancake batter, and I'm curious what they're like. That's really interesting. You know, I swore to myself, I had some of the best chili I ever had, and uh, yeah, uh, we made it <laughs> this afternoon, and I said, I'm not going to be hungry because I'm not hungry. And now? And I started doing this show... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's, it's really psychosomatic. It really is because yeah, we talk I about know. so many good things. Yeah. And well, I, I looked on the Jules website last weekend because I was just determined that I was going to get further with having some things done. And gfjules.com, gfjules.com, she actually has 29 pages of recipes for gluten-free. And mm-hmm. I've I've maybe maybe gotten through half and your chocolate zucchini bread is there and there's so many other things. Oh, is it Beignets there? and and baguettes and donuts and on and on and on. It's just impressive. Oh, uh, that chocolate zucchini bread is Yeah, I so got to make it. I ate I it. too much of it one day. <laughs> And how do I know it was too much? You turn I, into a zucchini? Well, I didn't feel very well after I ate. <laughs> no. Because I, I overindulged. Uh-oh. I said, I want another piece. I want another piece. And they kept, they did keep getting smaller and smaller. They did. But um, it's so rich that I started thinking, mm, I should stop. See, my brownies didn't do that to you. I mean, you wanted, you ate more and more, but they didn't give you any. No. Any ap- no, they didn't. So yeah? that just kind of proves <laughs> one thing. that no. You can still indulge. A lot and eat GF Jewel stuff. <laughs> I ate oh. a half a pan of those brownies. They were so wow. good. Oh my gosh. Mm. Yeah. We had another question from actually from Jason. He wanted to know what would make these three things different? Worcestershire sauce, and that is the pronunciation I learned, Worcestershire, Worcestershire. but some people say Worcestershire. Oh, I, I just like can't say that word. <laughs> of all the work that I've done in radio and stuff, people say, say Worcestershire. <laughs> <laughs> Soy sauce and teriyaki. Well, teriyaki is, um, they both have different flavors. What the What the deciding factor is on all of them, I'm not really sure, but... I know soy sauce tends to be a little bit more salty than either of them. But soy sauce is in teriyaki, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. But And, I, and, and there's also a, a salt-free, <clears throat> totally a salt-free soy sauce, and it has a different name. Hmm. I don't know what it's called, but it's the rage right now, guys. Hmm. So if you look up soy free uh, salt, rather hmm. <laughs> salt, soy free soy, soy sauce, yeah, soy free. salt free soy salt sauce. Free soy okay. sauce. I'm gonna leave that in there just because it's just <laughs> it's weird. funny. Special name for it, huh? Worcestershire. 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 That has anchovies in it. What? Mm-hmm. Oh dear! Um, I'm, if Jeff Bishop hears this, he he might be excited. <laughs> Why does he like anchovies? He likes anchovies, and I would say I'm not going near them. Now, here I like Worcestershire. Well, you know, just a little, little, I hate anchovies. I do. I don't like them. One time when I was doing a news broadcast in radio, uh, somebody went to do a, um, a, you know, help with a picnic that we had put together uh, for the station because it was some kind of a promotion thing. And some couple of ladies <laughs> brought me in. We're nice enough to bring me in some uh, uh, food. Mm. And, of course, they like to play jokes on me, and I don't know why that is. Cause I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on the air, and the, these ladies brought this stuff in. Here's some food for you. Uh, how, how nice you are. And I bit into the sandwich of anchovy paste <laughs> oh, <laughs> right on the air. No. Now, I, I normally okay. don't talk with my mouth full, but I was starving to death that day. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. And I, I, What do you do with a mouthful of food when you're on the air? 
Oh, I don't know. You grab something and oh, it was oh. it was ridiculous. But yes, I and I've had anchovy um, anchovies on um, not the fish itself, but paste on a salad. Mm-hmm. I just don't care for it. No, it is. They do go in Caesar salad, apparently. Yes, they and do. I, and I may not know, but. But, oh, somebody played a trick on me once. They gave me a little packet, and they said, oh, you know, here's some candy or some, I don't know what they said. And it was that they called it space food or space oh, dust. Spa- I know what you're talking about. Your pop, you pop rocks or space rocks. Yeah, you put it in your mouth, and it's all fizzies. And now they just laughed. I guess I made some funny faces. <laughs> well, it pops. And, you know, the reason that they stopped selling it was because people were putting it, believe this or not, they were putting it in their eyes. Oh, that's you know, terrible. Kids, little kids and stuff. And oh, that's it would, awful. It literally make their eyes pop. And <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh at that. But, <laughs> but now you know what kind oh, of person awful. I really am. Well, yeah, it is. <laughs> We have a call from a listener, and here he is. Here's Tom. Hi, Randy. Tom Mitchell calling. I have some questions about butter, because I'm a person who likes real butter, not margarine. So whenever I talk about butter in this question, it's going to be about butter and not margarine. I've always heard that butter should be kept refrigerated for health reasons. Is this the case? If if so, refrigeration always makes butter very hard to spread. And since I like butter on toast and on waffles and things like that, it always comes out, of course, in clumps. So you can't put buttered bread in a toaster or anything like that. So how is a good way to spread butter, hard butter? Now, I know that I can't believe it's not butter has a sprayable butter spray, which we have tried and I find it excellent for using in sandwiches or things that have to be mixed. But just to put on toast, I find that spray, actually, I can believe it's not butter. So anyway, if you couldn't answer some of my questions about butter on a future edition of the show, I would appreciate it. In the meantime, I hope you all have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and we're laughing because we're just inserting this as we go. Uh, Tom, that was a really good idea, and uh, let's talk about uh, this. And there's all kinds of theories. Don't put it in the microwave because it breaks it down. It doesn't taste as good, or you could leave it set out, and if you leave it set out, if it's really hot, it'll get too runny, and it it won't last as long, blah, 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 you know. Mm -hmm. But there, there, there may be something that might help Tom and others who really want to keep butter spreadable. I don't know if it still exists, but I'm going to tell you anyway. If you go to QVC and you... Type in butter dish. You may, and the operative word is may, because I don't know, I haven't seen them advertised. You may find this. But what it is, is a butter dish on the inside, and the outside is filled with cool water. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Or or maybe you could even make it yourself. Mm -hmm. But what, what happens is the butter sits in the middle in a separate dish, um, or in this case, the 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 outer rim is filled with water in this dish that was or maybe still made, and then the butter is still a bit chilled, and it can sit out for days and still, you know, 
with the coolness of the water, will be spreadable and usable. Hmm. Boy, that wow. was a hard one to get through. <laughs> <laughs> spreadable and usable. Spreadable and usable. So do a search. If it's if QVC doesn't have it, just search for keep butter spreadable on Google or you know something to yeah, that effect. Keep, and they used to have uh, compartments in the refrigerator for keeping like there. I thought that they used to have a place in the in the door that if you put your butter in there it would keep it softer i thought they used to they did and it had a control on it that you could adjust a mm-hmm. little bit and yeah. you could adjust it you know a very few degrees in my grandmother's fridge on her farm it didn't have heat but it was it, it for some reason it kept it warm enough in the fridge that it wouldn't get that hard but yet it was still Somewhat spreadable, but my uh, my grandma kept candy bars in there for me because I'd sneak them when I, when I came over. No butter. Just candy she had bars. her priorities, <laughs> boy. She, she sure did. Yeah. Aww. But they, they still that do make, sweet. you know, compartments in the fridge, but I don't know if they call them butter compartments anymore. Yeah, I don't know because, I mean, I've never seen butter stay soft in those now. They used to also make something that you could put a stick of butter in it. And you could turn it on its end and have just some of the paper off of it. And you could spread spread your butter on what you were using that way. Uh-huh. That's just kind of interesting. And then, you know, I guess, I guess as long as, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe that was viewed as not so sanitary. Well, I've also <laughs> heard of uh, electric butter. Uh, Softener? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if they're still made anymore. So if you find out... Any, uh, so basically, I guess, is what we're telling you is we really don't know. <laughs> it all comes down to it. <laughs> well, and I've always wondered, what is what is a butter sauce? Is that the same as just melted butter? Or is that does that have anything added to it? That's I'm a, not sure. That's got a few things added to it. And I've, I've never really looked for recipe yeah. for butter yep. sauce. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, I haven't either. I but, think it probably does. Well, it does because Green Giant used to have uh, corn and butter sauce. Oh, yeah, they not, did. Not corn and butter. but and it corn wasn't and butter just sauce. melted butter. No, there was, no. There was more to it. There was. There certainly was. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, And you don't like much butter, and I, I for years, did not eat much butter. I ate more of that margarine. Oh, and I don't I like ate, that at all. I ate Smart Balance, mm-hmm. which I don't think is the same as as um butter smart balance i like it but then i ran across this bulletproof guy and the bulletproof diet and all that and he and i also and the guy who does um dr perlmutter who does the uh grain brain and and other stuff about um that and some of these people are saying we should eat butter so i have been eating butter more lately but I think coconut oil is right up there. I mean, I think both of them are really good, and it's just a matter of preference. Well, Dr. Oz says use, you can use some butter, and you can use some coconut oil, and mm-hmm. you can use um, balance. I mean, he rec- recommends all of these and recognizes all of these as yeah. a viable thing to use for cooking. <laughs> just don't overindulge. That's right. <laughs> with uh, Things. What are we laughing at? <laughs> with your, don't overindulge with your animals and your phone calls. Yeah, well, <laughs> or I anything thought, else I, in the background. I thought it was that was going in there, and thank goodness we're just going to leave that in too. The whole show basically <laughs> will be just untouched. 
I think it's funny. It's great. Oh, I got my Mac talking. <laughs> and my dog's barking and stuff. So this will be a fun, fun show. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good. Now it's time for sound bite, bite, bite. Yeah. Bite, bite, bite. Big sound lesson of the week for me was um, if you have something to say to somebody, don't rely on uh, social networking. (laughs) (laughs) Call them up. Well, you know, that can be taken in a few different ways. (laughs) I mean, because there's nothing like talking to somebody face to face. Yes. And if, if one is doing something with social media... Even though it's it's a voice, you you kind of you know you some sometimes things can uh, get a little weird, and so yeah. But you know what we're lacking, I think, in today, all, all social media is so great, and so is you know able to communicate <clears throat> just as easily with one person and another. Um, but there's nothing like you know talking back and forth in a normal conversation <laughs> and over something. the phone. That's right, and sometimes there are conversations. This has really nothing to do with food, except maybe it's like look at the recipe and deal with it, and then and then you know know your recipe, know your subject. But uh, sometimes things need to be put in writing, and are better not on the phone. Yeah. So it varies, but boy oh boy, you know when you send a message through a social media and and it it uh, mushrooms or gets crazy it's just better to pick up the phone and call so yeah, because things can get just like so messed up now like what you know yeah now the, the reason that i say this and, and this is this has nothing to the food either it's just lessons learned and i'm i think this is going to be a great soundbite and it, <laughs> <laughs> it's because fight 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 i used to tell people all the time when i was um teaching be careful when you send an email because an email you can't mm-hmm. take back. Yes. And if you send something through social media, unless, yeah. you, unless you know how, like uh, Twitter or whatever, you can't take it back either. So be really mindful of what you're doing because you can just really, like, something can just, like, be messed up real bad. Oh, I know. And same with things like the Roger app. You can't cancel, no. you know? Well, <laughs> well, you can't cancel WhatsApp app either. No, yes, you can. Before you send it, you can. Well, you have to. What do you do? Um, you you start it. You turn voiceover off. You turn voiceover back on, and then with that voice chat button, there is a cancel. I guess there is. Yep. Yeah. Come to think of it, I guess there is. Mm-hmm. But and and this is has nothing to do with cooking either. But we're talking <laughs> about social media and social networking <laughs> and sending messages and things like that. And um, I happen to be on. Uh, the beta team, and so is Debbie, with the app that we love called Roger. It's got so many neat voice qualities. And this is not a tech show, but if you're into iOS devices and Android devices, check out Roger. Well, yeah, and you know, I mean, it it is similar in that some recipes, once you're making them, you cannot, un- you can't cancel them. You can't undo them or go right. back and go... Oh, wow. Um, I shouldn't have put in. Sometimes you can say, oh, I shouldn't have put in so much of this thing. And you can correct it. You can correct it. And then sometimes you can't.
Now, there was something I was making last week. Um, I was making donuts, trying to, for oh, the air fryer. I should talk about I, I'll tell you about that in a minute, too. Okay. But when I, she had her, all the ingredients in one paragraph, and then the directions in another. So, I started reading the directions, and then I, you know, it's like, add this, and add, you know, add the sugar, add the eggs, add the, well, no, it was add the flour, add the sugar, and then add something else. And I'm like, okay, now I got to go back up and look at the amounts. So then I'm up there looking at the amounts. And then I mindlessly went to the next <laughs> thing and added the eggs when I wasn't supposed to, because uh -oh. it was only the dry stuff that was supposed to be uh, ground up. And it was supposed to be the size of pebbles. Well, we had so much going on that day. Mine was the size of um, itsy bitsy teeny weeny little stones. I mean, it was really, really way too, too much. So they didn't come out very well. And I have to play with how long and at what temperature to do them in with the air fryer. Because I, I was using Jules flour and I was using Jules recipe. I went and I first looked up her recipe and how she was she was hand frying them on the on the stove and then um, I looked up on the air fryer different kinds of donuts and they had different temperatures and different cooking times and so I need to go back and look a little bit more because I I don't know. It ranged on there from like 390 to two two something. And two maybe like 250 and then it ranged anywhere from like five minutes to eight minutes or something like that and so I was really guessing they tasted doughy and they didn't have that much flavor really and and I thought well maybe Des's dad would eat them because he would just <laughs> eat anything sweet you know yeah and he said well they're not the right color <laughs> They weren't brown, so I'm sure they weren't done enough, even though they seemed done on the outside. But I went back and I looked up on her site a lot more of the, I read through the whole section about making gluten-free bread because I figured, okay, I'm using yeast. It should be in the same neighborhood. And there's a lot about don't overhandle gluten-free dough. It's, it's very sensitive dough you don't want to super knead it because it that's what you do if you want more gluten in it that's not what you do with something you want to be gluten free and then um there are there are other things about making sure that your oven you have to calibrate your oven and i'm like well i wasn't doing them in the oven but still it just there's some a lot of sensitivity stuff so do you feel i feel like i'm an interviewer now <laughs> do you feel that you can uh, or I will, will be able to make them successfully yeah i okay. will i'll keep playing with it i don't know if i'll get it right next time but i i think i'm going to do a lot more looking around at how other people do some of the things they're doing with, with the air fryer and with gluten-free i will try them again but i was trying to do that last saturday when i made pesto and was going to make pizza and we had construction going on in here and it was just nuts mm -hmm. so and yeah. i was listening to bay state at the same time <laughs> 
so man, what a yeah. crazy weekend crazy. I had last weekend too. It was just mm-hmm. a, for both of us. It was a that's why he did a replay uh, mm-hmm. because it was just it was so crazy. We just couldn't do show. Yeah, and we'd rather have quality. That's right. Than quantity of shows. That's right. So we'll be back yeah. in six months. <laughs> <laughs> Just and kidding. I know, oh, it's so nice. People miss us and when we're not here, and it's sweet. And we're going to have to change our phone number, and we will be getting on that soon. But we still can use this one until when is when are they doing away with K7? In May. In May. Okay. So we still have some time. Keep sending in those voicemails. The number will yeah, change. Yeah, keep, keep telling us them. your mistakes because we love them. We, we, we need our We need our laughing material. We and, mess up, uh, too. We, we do. We mess yeah. up, too. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So, um, so, yeah. It's all good. I don't know. What did we talk about this time? A little bit of everything, huh? A little of everything. Pancakes, butter, popcorn, 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 popcorn seasoning, meatloaf, <laughs> Man. social networking. I mean, how can you <laughs> yeah. get better than this on cooking with the hazelnuts, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, make sure you know what you're saying. Make sure you know what you're eating. Make sure you know how you're cooking it. Oh, and I got sick a couple weeks ago, and I really think it was food poisoning. I was really sick. And I had been out to eat that day, and I can't think of, I mean, I don't know exactly what it was, but it was only that that night I was sick. And I. it's really got me thinking, because it's happened to me a couple times, about, you never, you know, when you go out, you don't always know what you're getting. And, yeah, you know. Kind of like this wow. show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah, well, just just remember, you know, if you go to a place and you don't fare well after, you may not want to go. want to think about going there again. Mhm. Yep. That's right. As Jason and I were talking about too, um the same thing. He went out to a place, didn't have good luck feeling uh, yeah, he did not feel well. good after that. And yeah. then he, he did it a second time, and it hit him a second yep. time. So it's yep. like, what is it that we're not understanding here? Don't go back <laughs> there again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really strange how that can be. It's just a weird feeling when that sort of, sort of descends upon you, and it's like, whoa, what's going on, you know? And then, and then just almost as quickly as it comes on you, it goes away, you know? <laughs> yep, and, and one quick thing is I don't know how many of you do this in the audience. I have... Favorite things and favorite restaurants that I order from certain places. Mm-hmm. You know, like one time I have a favorite taco in this place that I like, and one time it's a, a piece of you know fish that I love in a restaurant. And if I order something else from that restaurant, I wish I would have gotten what I used to order. Do you find that oh, to yes. be true as well? Yes, yes. I'll what try is, something new and go, why, why did I bother? And I've had <laughs> yeah. people say, when are you going to try something new? Yeah. Because I know I really like this. And then I'll try this and I'll think, why did I waste my money, my time, and my energy on that? Yeah, you know? I feel the same <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. I, and, I well, think- and, I, and, and how many times do you leave and go, I like my food better? Lots of times. <laughs> a lot of times. And so what is it we like about going out? Well, it's like a different atmosphere. It's kind of fun to get waited on. But they do bring that. Doesn't I play all kinds of funny tricks? And it's got people really laughing. Uh, they'll come over. And if I ate everything, I'll say, well, I don't know why you brought me that empty plate. <laughs> and then they'll they'll say, they'll bring the check. And we'll go, well, 
that's okay. You can keep that. Or, you know, Des will go, what's this? You know, I don't need this slip. And then they'll play, they'll, they'll try to come up with different answers of, you know, well, you know, do you want to wash dishes or we don't want to wash dishes. And now the funniest answer that we ever got was, that's your winning ticket. <laughs> I love going out and messing with people. because It's I, fun. I really think that I shouldn't be allowed out in public sometimes. <laughs> and one of my favorite things to do in a restaurant is, you know, if they're crowded, you... You hear, you know, a lot of unusual names. And so they said, can I have a name so we can put you on the list? And I go, yep. My name is Randy Young. I'm sorry. Uh, um, Let me try it again. The name is Randy Young. And they'll be writing this this down. Uh, And then they'll say, attention, Randy Young, come come to the front. (laughs) And, of course, people are laughing. And and then I go, why are you guys laughing? (laughs) I would do a terrible thing. I mean, I think it's funny, but they would say, you can't bring that dog in here. And yes, it's a guide dog. I haven't gotten that in quite a while. And they'd say, well, as long as that dog behaves. And so I would go and (laughs) sit down with my dog and I'd pick up my menu. I'd pick up my menu and hold it like a sighted person. And let's see, I think I want this over here. And I'd point (laughs) Closed on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'll have tours of closed on Sunday. <laughs> I wonder what kind of Sunday that oh, is. Yeah, really. <laughs> so funny. Mm. Restaurants, you know, I have to think twice. I know that part of going out is about, you know, it's like, oh, it's nice not to have to do the work. And sometimes I'll say to Des, where's the chef are they late again you know come on where are they you know but i know i love to cook there are times i just don't want to have to i know and i love going out though i remember when i was going to california one time visited this friend of mine and he took me you know i said i'm starved i really want to go out and he goes all right and so we're driving you know it's like it takes you like an hour to get to anywhere in california and oh, yeah. it's not like here in Minnesota, uh-huh. you know, you drive for like two seconds and you're across town, right? <laughs> not quite as bad, but so this friend of mine <clears throat> stopped and goes, here we are. And I go, ah, oh, where are we? And I was, I was all keyed because I was in California, you know, mm. and he said, oh, this is Burger King. And oh. I did not fly 2000 miles just so I could stop. No. I want to go somewhere locally to eat. And then, so he took me to Carl's Jr., Oh. That's like, I didn't want to come here either. No. And not that I'm saying that either of these restaurants are bad. I'm just saying that, you know, I want to go to somewhere called, you know, whatever it is that I don't have in my yeah. hometown. Sure. Take yeah, I'd love to new. try new places that have yeah. food that I that I might like. But I like to order things that I know I like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally yeah. different things. But mm-hmm. if, I, if I was in your state, I you know, I, I don't want to go to Denny's. You know, come no. on. No. Yeah, exactly. Don't take yeah. me there. That's right. Yeah, that's I funny. I could be a little bit snobbish, but <laughs> I don't care. Oh, that's funny. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the lady in, when Harry met Sally and they said yeah, she yeah. was so high, high maintenance, you know. I want my... You want I to try that this? line again? Yeah. <laughs> high maintenance. Yes. High maintenance. Yeah. You know, and I'll take this. I'll take my salad this way and I want my dressing on the side and I'll yeah. take... Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can relate to that. When I go into Denny's, I'll say, okay, I want 
a, a, a veggie omelet and I want a gluten-free English muffin, well toasted, hot, really, really hot, practically burned with butter on the side. <laughs> do you do that? Yes, did, did, I do. And do they do it? Mostly. They don't always, they still don't always cook it enough for me, but a couple times they have. Remember that Jack Nicholson movie? I can't remember what, what it what it was called, but Jack Nicholson says, um, I'd like an order of toast. <laughs> well, we don't have a toaster. And he goes, you got a grill. And he goes, yeah. The guy, wait, waitress said, yes, we do. Said, take the bread, take the, you know what, bread, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turn the grill up. Place butter on the bread. <laughs> Grill the, you know what, bread. You got toast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so That's I didn't know funny, if they would yeah. do, do all that. but. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know how they did it, but, um, you know, and then a couple times they, one time they, you know, two times I think they were out of them. And I'm like, hey, you know, I came in for this gluten-free muffin. Well, we ran out of them. I'm like, well, how are you going to keep customers coming back if you run out of stuff? It's like when I went to uh, Colonel Sanders. Oh, this is the truth. We stopped in there. And I said, I'd like, you know, blah, blah, blah. We don't have chicken today. We, we're all out of chicken. What? Well, that's what I said. I said, well, oh, what are you going to serve? Well, we have coleslaw. We have sides. And, but you don't have any chicken. No, you're going to have to wait 45 minutes. We don't really know if we have enough chicken even for that. And it's like, oh, oh that's huh? insane. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> maybe I dreamt that. I don't know. It was true. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to our listener, Debbie Williamson, who went looking for a pancake maker, went to 7thavenue.com and found one. The brand name is Ginny's, G-I-N-N-Y apostrophe S, and it cooks two at a time, and um, it was a little more pricey than I would have liked. Well, it was 45 but by the time I paid for shipping, um, it was more like 59 I think she paid 55 or 56 and I, 54 54 or something I had to pay more probably from being a further distance I don't remember where they are but anyway none of that free shipping there and it took longer than it would have if Amazon had it and I didn't look to see if I could find it anywhere else uh, but it is it's it's nice it's it cooks too it is non-stick which I'm not always crazy about I would like to see one with the cord longer but they seem to think that shorter cords are safer and better. Um, it depends on how far your outlet is. Um, but anyway, I did use it and demo it here. And um, pancakes were great. And uh, so here we go. I have in a large measuring cup for easy pouring, two eggs and three tablespoons of oil and a half a cup of milk. So, and I have my griddle, or my pancake maker rather, preheating, and I put some oil on it to season it, and um, now I am going to open this box of uh, Jules, <laughs> GF Jules gluten-free pancake mix, 
and I have had this before. It is very good. The only other thing I'm gonna add to this is some vanilla, but I am putting this bag in the recycle bag, and now I am whisking to mix this batter, and I will be adding more milk. Um, I like my pancakes on the thinner side as opposed to as thick as a lot of places serve them. But I'm adding now. I should, I should probably, at least for this first time, she says uh, to add up to one and a half cups of milk. So I'm just going to add another half a cup of milk. And... I'm going to see how that works. Um, we'll see if it needs even more than that. It probably will. It feels like it will. So I am whisking. And I was curious to see on this. This pancake maker is for two pancakes. I like it much better than the other one that I bought that holds up to eight little silver dollars. That's impossible. I mean, I guess, I, I shouldn't say it's impossible. It may be that if I literally did it with, uh, and tried it again under a different, on a different day, with even a tablespoon, um, that it would work. But yeah, this feels already still thick. So I am going to I'm going to add more milk. And um, but I think, you know, Randy's pancake maker that he told us about holds four. This one holds two. But I was curious about how much batter they recommended in each one of the receptacles. And they say a third which is often what I used at the stove, a third of a cup. And that's often what I used when making pancakes on the stove, a third. So, wow, this is still so thick. But we are going to persevere. Um, it's interesting because she says to stir until it's completely blended, but I know that I've seen where they said uh, in years past, in other pancake making, that batter should be slightly lumpy. And I know with quick mixes, quick breads, which are things like muffins and things like uh, breads like banana bread, it's almost more like a cake, um, they say don't overmix a quick bread. I really love pancakes even more than waffles. So I'm really happy to have found, and thank you to um, our listener, Debbie. I said, hey, you're another Debbie. All the good people are here. <laughs> um, still is a little lumpy, which might be okay, but um, I'm very thankful. She went looking um, in hearing that we were, it's not, the lumps are almost all out, but I think I'm still going to add a little bit more milk. And this can be done with regular or almond. I happen to use regular because it's what we have. We have almond, but I just figured, hey, as long as 
got regular for the meatloaf that I made the other night, so figured may as well be using it up. But I prefer, I prefer using almond um, a lot of times. Okay, this feels pretty good. So. Now, I'm going to open this griddle, and it is very hot, and I'm going to fill this third cup with batter, and I'm going to pour it in this receptacle. And then I'm going to fill the other, and I'm going to go over to this receptacle. And um, I don't think it needs to be smoothed out. I'm closing the lid. And she says three minutes. So I'm going to, <laughs> I never set a timer, I should, but my hands are wet and, hmm. So, I'm looking at my watch, and I will guesstimate. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is get um, a little, going to get a plate ready so that I can put these in the oven. And um, to warm that way. We can all eat breakfast when I'm... Ooh, it's doing something. Hopefully it's just cooking and not making a mess. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to preheat this oven to 200, I think. And I'm going to get a... Hey, chippies, get a plate. got some sausage that I cooked the other day for Dez's dad who adores sausage and um, I am going to cook some bacon because Miss Dez and I especially love whoops, bacon. Okay, I've got a spatula and it says to not use metal because of this non-stick surface which I really don't like. I think I'm outnumbered. Oh, I meant to put the vanilla in, so I'm going to add that to the rest to the rest of this batter. All right. I just use the cap. And All right. Oh, it's going to be so good. I love 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 pancakes. I know one night a long time ago, I woke up thinking about how many childhood stories I ever read about pancakes. <laughs> um, little spice cabinet. All right, I think we're about at three minutes. I do, I do indeed. So I'm getting out some 
butter to put between these pancakes when they are out. And um, let's see how they look. Open sesame. Oh, they look gorgeous. Oh my God, looks gorgeous. All right. So now I'm trying to lift. All right, got the other one. Good deal. Oh, they look so good. Oh, they look so good. And they're just perfect, perfect, perfect size. So now I'm going to open this up. And I am going to, that's the butter sizzling, fill another measuring cup. And I'm going to ah, pour it in here. measuring cup for this other one and pour there we go here we go we're on mm. yum 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 they're not they're not too thick which is great and when I get a few of them I will pop the plate into the oven and that will keep them warm we'll see if I am going to make I don't know if I can make eggs. I might. Actually, I might. People don't like eggs the way I like them, though, because I like lots of things in them so they don't taste just like egg. I like dill, cilantro, parsley, onion, pepper, and tomatoes if they're raw but not cooked. Now, see, I know some people that, that like tomatoes but not raw. But I don't like them as much cooked in my egg. I mean, it's okay. It's really okay. Some people like ketchup in their eggs. Um, <laughs> some people would not want all that green stuff, all those herbs. And of course, I like salt and pepper. But I say, of course, I know one person who does not like pepper in his eggs. He likes pepper in lots of other things, but not in his eggs. Okay, I'm going to see about these. Okay, I got you. Got it? All right. Okay, this particular pancake mix made enough for 10 pancakes. And I suppose if you wanted to make them thicker or thinner, it would vary slightly. But uh, good recipe and good mix. And... Um, the pancake maker. It was great. It was a nice breakfast for everyone. Uh, it is once again G-I-N-N-Y apostrophe S electric pancake maker available from 7thavenue.com. Well, it looks like this is the end. I'd just like to say in closing that if you missed next week's show... Oh, where did I put that file? Let me play this file for you. If you don't listen to it, there could be a disaster. Whoops, wrong file. See you later, folks. Hope you enjoyed this week's Cooking with the Hazelnuts.